The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. So excited that you are here. Thank you so much for hitting play. I am coming up to almost the 500th episode. Isn't that crazy? So I'm up to 494. It just blows my mind to think that I've literally sat at my desk to talk to you almost 500 times over the last, I don't even know how many years. I need to look at how many years it's been, but it's actually made me do a little bit of reflection. And not only has it helped me build consistency in my business, but it's actually allowed me to really share my thoughts, my opinions, and you know, be able to really clarify my own way of thinking about things and my own messaging and what really lands with people. And it's helped me get so close to so many of my amazing clients because I know so many of you listen and that makes me so, so happy. It honestly makes my heart full to know that you are listening and that you are continuously growing and learning with me because whether we've worked together one-on-one or whether you've been to one of my events or whether you've been to a retreat or whatever it might be, to hear that you also continue to listen means so much to me. So I really appreciate it and I will continue to bring incredible episodes to you and share with you my learnings and lessons around the business journey. And as I come up to 500 episodes, today I want to talk to you about goal setting because it's one of those contentious conversations because I think some people really struggle with goal setting and other people find it really effective. And so I want to talk to you about the two camps that people can be in when it comes to goal setting and how we can utilize it effectively for our business and our lives. Because deep down, human beings love to evolve. It's part of our DNA. We want to evolve and grow. And it's also part of our core needs to grow, to want to to be to be progressing, to actually make progress in our lives, right? It's instilled in us to also be always expanding and growing, right? So it's, and that's when we feel our most fulfilled, when we're actually working towards something, that we're being challenged by something, that we're actually achieving something. So it's so important that we do utilize that part of our existence and our DNA in order to serve us, right? So whether you have love setting goals in the past or whether you've hated it, this episode is definitely going to be for you. Actually, no, I'm going to re-say that. There's actually three camps. So the three camps are, one, you've never been shown how to set goals effectively. So it's something that's just never been on your radar. And so when you set goals, it's kind of like we've kind of put something down onto paper, but they're not clear, they're not specific, they're not measurable. And so that causes us to then feel disheartened when we don't achieve them because we haven't gotten really clear on what it is that we actually want to achieve. So sometimes that can happen from people in our lives when we were growing up, just never set goals. It wasn't a thing that we really looked towards doing. And and maybe even in school, it wasn't a, th- a thing that was done. So if that's you, it's all good. You can absolutely learn how to set goals effectively. Camp two is people who have set goals in the past and haven't achieved them. And that has like kind of chipped away a little bit at their self-worth or their self-belief and their self-trust. And that has caused them to doubt whether setting goals is even effective for them. And so they kind of feel disheartened. So even when they go to set goals, the feeling associated to it is, is disappointment. Now, disappointment is a really heavy 
low vibrational emotion that we don't want to experience. It doesn't feel good to feel disappointed in ourselves, right? It's the last thing that we want to feel. And what can happen is that if we've set goals in the past and we haven't achieved them and we don't learn from that experience, then what can happen is that we just associate, the brain associates with setting goals, disappointment. And so of course it does not feel motivating then or exciting or something that you want to work towards because there's the anticipation of feeling disappointed again and you don't want that pain, right? We don't want to relive the pain from the past. So we do anything we possibly can to avoid that, right? So our behavior is driven by that need to not want to experience that pain. So then we just don't set goals, right? And then the third camp is people who set goals, set them effectively and uses them to grow their businesses and impact their lives in a positive way. So, so no matter what camp you're in, I want you to stick with me here because I'm a big believer in setting goals. And the reason for it is it's actually served the growth of my business because it helps me stay focused. It helps me stay motivated and it drives me to expand. So I am a big believer that you need to set goals. Otherwise, you don't feel like you're progressing. And then deep down, we don't feel like we're actually achieving anything in our lives. And that can feel really depressing. So setting goals actually helps us work towards something. And it's in the journey of setting the goal that is the most important, right? Whereas often what can happen is we get so caught up on the outcome. And then if we don't achieve the outcome, then we either berate ourselves or we teach ourselves that we don't get to set goals or we, we shouldn't set goals because then we don't achieve them. And then that makes us feel like a failure. And that's the last thing that we want. So we want to recognize that of like, okay, what has the behavior been in the past? What are the emotions attached to goal setting in the past? And how can I adjust the way that I view goal setting so that it actually serves the growth of my business? Because again, I'm going to say it again, it's less about the outcome and more about the journey. And I know that sounds trite, but it actually is. It's actually what you learn in the process of striving for the goal and who you become in the process of striving for that goal that is the best part of goal setting, right? Because one, you never know what you're capable of until you set your goal and discipline yourself enough to achieve it. And when you achieve it, the celebration is acknowledging your resilience, your strength, your capability, your ability, your your confidence, your tenacity. Like it's actually going, well, holy hell, I actually did that. And that is freaking amazing. And so one of the things that can happen is sometimes people in the past, if they've had that negative association to goal setting, is that they kind of like cheat themselves a little bit. They kind of go, oh, yeah, yeah, I set goals. But they set really vague goals because what's driving the behavior there is still the negative emotion. So we need to process and heal that negative emotion attached to old goals and then allow us to re- frame how we're going to view goals for the future. So again, we might set a financial goal, an impact goal, a milestone goal within our business. And it's important that we're really clear on what that is. So I'm a big believer of using smart goals. And then I always add two extra things to these because it's as much the emotional game that it is the the parameters that we set, right? So if we've set a financial goal, Again, I remind you, it's less about achieving that financial goal. It's what you learn in the process of it and who you become in the process of achieving it. So we want to recognize that it's important that we have the specifics around it. So we need to use the SMART acronym. So if you've never heard of the SMART acronym, definitely Google it. So basically the SMART word stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely, which means you need to be so super clear on what you actually want. 
And a lot of the time, and I see this time and time again through every client that I bring on. So every one-on-one client sets goals right at the beginning with a, with a goal setting questionnaire. And then even in my masterminds, I send them a questionnaire in order to answer a little bit about their business and what their goals are for the next six months and the next 90 days. And the majority of the time is I have to clarify those goals and make them more specific because they've either got pain or disappointment attached to past goal setting. So they kind of like make them vague. So then they're kind of letting themselves off the hook because then they feel like, well, if I don't achieve it, I didn't really say that I really wanted that. Right. So I get them to be much more specific. So they have to be specific and they have to be measurable. If you cannot measure whether you are closer or further away to that goal, when you recheck in with your goals, they're not measurable enough. Right. They have to be achievable. They have to be realistic within where you are at. Like if you are a mum and you uh, prefer to work only three hours a day, uh, three days a week, then we want to be realistic with the goals that we're setting of what's possible within that time frame. And then we also want it to be timely. So we want to make sure that we are setting an actual date on achieving that goal. So I like to set like the end date of like, okay, so the end of 30th of June, 2024 or whatever it might be, I set a date of when I would like that goal to be achieved. And then the other two things that I have added when it comes to setting SMART goals is the E and the R, so setting smarter goals. So the E is the emotional connection that you have to the goal. So what we do there is actually ask ourselves, why do I want to achieve that goal? Because you have to be emotionally connected to it. If you're not emotionally connected to that goal, you ain't going to work towards it. You're not going to take the action. You're not going to move through the challenging times to get to it. You're not going to be disciplined with it if you don't care about hitting that goal, right? So we want to ask ourselves, and I always write like a little thing of like what that would mean for me or why I want to achieve it so that I can feel emotionally emotionally connected to it. If I find that really hard to do, then I want to ask myself, is this a goal that I really want to do? Like, do I really want to do it? And the next step is the R, which helps me get even clearer on that is readiness. So am I ready to achieve that on a scale of one to 10? What's my commitment level on working towards that goal? And if the number is low, if my commitment level is super low, I'm like, well... I either need to change the timeline that I have or I need to put it to the side because maybe it's not something that I'm motivated to take action on right now and that's totally okay. Or I go, well, hang on a minute. Is it even my goal? Like, am I writing this down because I think I have to? Because maybe I don't actually really want to do this. I'm not committed to it, so I'm probably not going to do it. So writing down goals just for the heck of writing down goals is worthless. It does not get you anywhere. It's probably only going to create more disappointment. So when you're creating your goals, whether it's monthly, whether it's 90 days or six months, 12 months, five years, whatever it is, use the SMART, SMARTER acronym to support you in making sure that you're setting really effective goals. Because otherwise, it can be very challenging to know whether you've actually hit them if they're not measurable or specific enough. Or it can be very disheartening to not know how you're going to get there or to be able to get so stuck in going, well, I should be working on this, but I really don't want to. If the commitment's not there, there's got to be a reason for it. So just honor it. Be radically honest with yourself and honor it and just be like, you know what? whatever. Like if I obviously don't want to do this, let's go find something that I'm actually passionate about doing and then work towards goals that you are passionate about. So that's my first key piece is like, we've got to firstly work on healing the past. So maybe even taking a moment to acknowledge like in the past, were the goals that I set goals that I really wanted to achieve? Were they realistic? You know, were they achievable? Because maybe I set myself up to fail. Maybe I was unrealistic in the way that I set them and didn't give myself the amount of time that I really needed to achieve it. This could have been so many different things, right? Did life come in and derail you? So you can't be hard on yourself for that. And so 
you want to look at what's the lesson that I learned in that process of not achieving that goal. What lesson did I learn? And so then the last little piece that I always add to this is how you debrief with yourself after achieving a goal or how you debrief with yourself after not achieving the goal. So let's say you get to the end of the month and you you had a goal of maybe it's a financial goal or a milestone goal that you wanted to hit and you didn't hit it. It is so imperative for your mindset, for your self-worth, your self-belief and your self-trust that you take the time to debrief with yourself as to why you did not hit that goal. Not from a place of berating yourself, from a place of self-love and self-trust. So we want to have that radical honesty with ourselves and go, okay, so how committed was I to that goal? Did I show up for that goal? Did I take action towards that goal? And if not, why? And be just kind to yourself in the process of like, well, actually, so many other things derailed it, or I really needed to focus on my health, or I really needed to focus on family, or I really needed to focus on my existing clients, and I really didn't have time to work on these other things. Like, whatever it may be, if you are kind to yourself in the process of that, you're more likely to want to set goals again and keep working towards something. And that's going to also prevent you from burning out, right? So... It's so key that, yeah, if you didn't achieve the goal, that you're kind to yourself in the process. If you did achieve the goal, you're also not over the top, like, you know, don't let it be attached to your ego is probably what I'm trying to say is what we want to do is we want to acknowledge, okay, so how did you make that happen? What was it within you that made that happen and acknowledge yourself, but don't let it get on top of you. And then also go, okay, so what did I learn or who did I become in the process of achieving this? Because that's actually where the gold is. That's where you build that self-worth and self-belief and self-trust because you're like, well, I kept getting up and I kept taking the action. Even when it felt like it was not even going to be possible to achieve it, I still kept on. Even when it got hard, even when it was challenging, even when I was telling myself it was not going to work and I still did it, right? Whatever it was, like uncover the inequality that you strengthened in the process of achieving or not achieving that goal. And then if you didn't achieve it, also acknowledge like what you actually achieved in the process of it. So even if you did hit the actual goal, what did you achieve in the process of working towards it? So by uncovering those things for yourself, it allows you to really take the gold and the juiciness from the process and the journey of achieving that goal. So then you feel motivated and inspired to continue to set goals. And it's actually helping you progress because at the end of the day, it's all about progress. Sometimes it's hard for us to see that even in the process of not achieving the goal, you evolved, you learned, you grew and you achieved something amazing that you hadn't achieved before. But if you don't do the debrief with yourself, you don't uncover the gold, right? And so all you do is then berate yourself and then obviously you don't want to set goals again. So I think one of the things that really successful people do is stay consistent with their goals. Their goals don't change unless they've been achieved. Obviously, we achieve them, we set new goals. But what I mean is that in the process of achieving the the goal, the goal doesn't change, but our attempt and our approach does. So the action steps that we take to get to that goal absolutely change. And we've got to be flexible in that. We've got to adjust ourselves along the way and find new ways. And it's in that process that we become a whole new version of ourselves. So I set some really audacious goals this year, really audacious goals. And it's phenomenal to see some of these coming to fruition and challenging me on all new levels. And then also allowing me to go, wow, imagine if what's possible, if I'm able to achieve this, imagine what else is possible. So Allow the opportunity for you to become a whole new version of yourself in the process of achieving goals. So if you feel like you've struggled with goals before in the past, I would definitely look up SMART acronym and then add the emotional and the readiness on the end. Heal any past goal disappointment that you have, right? Write yourself a letter to your past self and write out 
with compassion and kindness and gratitude and with new perspective now that you have hindsight to look back and go, okay, why didn't I achieve that goal? And why was I disappointed in myself? Because sometimes there is an amazing awareness that comes out of this that allows us to go, well, I actually really did want to achieve that goal. And you didn't actually process the disappointment that happened when you didn't achieve it. We, it's not about avoiding the disappointment. It's actually about changing how you process that emotion and allow yourself to feel disappointed and not make it mean anything more about yourself other than you didn't achieve the goal. If you make it mean that you're a terrible person, that you're a failure, that you should never set goals, you're bad at whatever it is that you do, you're bad at business. Like if you make it mean that, if you attach really negative things to your identity like that, just because you didn't achieve a goal, that's where it becomes detrimental, right? So please don't do that. You are an incredible human being and you are learning and growing. And through your goal setting, you're able to evolve and grow. So be kind to yourself in the process, process the disappointment, right? Don't just move on to the next thing. Take the time to actually feel the disappointment, be kind to yourself in feeling that disappointment. And then once you've moved through it, then you can set new goals. Okay. Because often what happens is we don't set new goals because we're trying to avoid that feeling. Like I said earlier, so rather it's not about avoiding the feeling. It's just about getting better at processing it and moving on faster. Because what happens if we dwell too much in that disappointment, it becomes super heavy. It's a very low vibrational emotion. It can lead to sadness, despair, and then we, you know, it's, it's always a downward spiral from there. So we want to be kind to ourselves in the process that you are always learning and growing. And it's about progress rather than achievement. Okay. So who did you become in the process of working towards that goal? And then I want to speak to you about two small little things before I finish up. So one, please rebuild the trust with yourself as you are achieving new goals. So if you've been someone in the past that didn't set goals or have stopped setting goals because it had been disappointing, use it as an activity to rebuild the trust with yourself. Because what can happen when you made it self-detrimental, when you berated yourself, when you made it mean something bad, when you were disappointed in yourself, what can happen is we make it mean that we're not good at being self-disciplined or we're not good at taking action or whatever it might be. So let it be an opportunity for you to redevelop that trust with yourself because what has happened in the not achieving of the goal and that if you then didn't set goals or you did set goals again and then again didn't achieve them, you've basically built a little bit of distrust with yourself. And so you want to dive deeper into that and explore that by rebuilding the trust with yourself because you can take action. You can achieve your goals. You can follow through on things that you're passionate about and you can absolutely trust yourself to take that action. So you want to start small. So it's like rebuilding that trust with yourself by starting small rather than set big, crazy ass, expansive goals that basically set you up to fail. I want you to start small and start feeling good when you achieve the the goal, right? So set an achievable goal. And I know that sometimes sounds a little bit like, What's the purpose of setting just an achievable goal? Isn't it just a waste of time? It's not, especially if you have lost that trust with yourself. It is so key that you set an achievable goal. Prove to yourself that you can do it. Prove to yourself that you can take the action, that you can be disciplined, that you can trust yourself to take that action and then get the dopamine hit and the oxytocin that hits when you achieve that goal and you look back and you debrief with yourself and you're like, oh my God, I actually did that. I set that goal and I made that happen. I'm so freaking proud of myself. And it was my tenacity. It was my strength. It was my resilience. It was my sheer will to make that happen that made that possible. And I can absolutely trust myself to achieve goals, to achieve the things that I set my mind to. And so then you set another achievable goal, right? Do it again. Build that new association with achievement and feeling good. And then you can start setting expansive goals. 
So expansive goals are the ones that are designed to stretch you, to challenge you, to force you to think outside the box, to challenge you to step up and do things you've never done before or to step outside your comfort zone. Don't do those if you haven't rebuilt the trust with yourself yet. If you know you're a good goal setter and you know you're good at taking action, then start to step into expansive goals because you're probably playing small, just putting those achievable goals on your list. So set your goal of achievable that you know that's doable, that you're pretty realistic, you've got a bit of data from the past to know that you can do it. Then set an expansive goal on top of that and work towards the big one. And know that then by you working towards the big one, you're most likely going to achieve that achievable goal anyway. But it's about the stretch. It's about who you become in the process of achieving that next level one, right? And this is where I often take a lot of my clients through this because it's like, well, what if that was your actual goal? What if that goal, that expansive goal, like if you just 10 times that income goal or you 10 times the impact goal, what if that was actually your goal? What would you do differently? How would you show up? What would your action steps be? Right? You would do very different things. But often what can happen is we play small because we set achievable goals because it feels good to achieve them and we get comfortable in that space too. So I hope this is served you in so many different ways. So where, whatever camp you're in, I want you to start to explore your goal setting because it can be beneficial for your business. And I want you to start to challenge yourself. So whether you are rebuilding trust with yourself, whether you are working on that expansive goal, whether you are just getting back into the goal setting game, like whatever it is, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram and let me know how this episode resonated with you. And if you feel like a friend needs to hear this, make sure you send it across to them too. All right, lovely. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.